Hi everyone, I am getting so many questions this summer about how to decrease chlorine exposure from pools because it's hot, we are constantly traveling and out and about, whether we're in our community pool or in a friend's pool, it's very hard to avoid chlorine. So what steps can you take in order to decrease the amount of effect the chlorine has on your body? Well, today we're gonna to dive into a few tips and tricks that I use for my own family and you can implement it into your family this summer. are having a fantastic week. It's Jenna. Welcome back to the Non-Toxic Talk podcast. I'm so happy you're joining me this week. I have had so much going on this summer, so I have not been able to put out as many podcast episodes as I would like to, but now as we're settling back into the swing of things and fall is just around the corner, I'm going to commit to putting out one podcast a week. So don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share. And I have exciting news this week. I'm going to be expanding into all of the different podcast listening platforms. So I will not just be on Spotify. So stay tuned for that. I'll be posting the link on all my social media platforms. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the questions that I get very often from families especially when summertime comes around. And if you are living in a hot place like me, <laughs> you are still getting heat, even though it's August. So I live in North Texas. We have three children and we spend, I would say maybe four days a week in some type of body of water, whether it's the lake or our community pool, or we're playing in the hose water in the backyard. There's a lot of times where we come in contact with chlorine and we're actually supposed to hit 108 tomorrow. Can you believe how whoppingly hot that is? I'm just blown away by how crazy our weather has been this summer. And uh, there's a lot of times where we don't have access to our favorite saltwater pool. And so what do we do as a family to decrease our exposure when it comes to chlorine? Because when summertime comes around, the amount of chlorine exposure drastically rises. The safest option would be to swim in a natural body of water like the ocean or lakes, rivers, or even if you have access to a saltwater pool, that is also a fantastic thing. But public and personal pools that contain chlorine can be really hard to avoid at times. So what's the harm of chlorine pools anyway, you may ask? Well, chlorine bleach used in pools sits on top of the surface. Shockingly, people go to hospitals each year with symptoms of high chlorine exposure just from inhalation. So that's why it's really important when you're getting your chlorine pool cleaned that you do not go right in. You wait a few hours as the pool company is suggesting. Now, I'm telling you guys all of these facts not to spread fear, but to inform because it is through education that we understand the harmful effects of things and therefore we can make better choices. And as a previous teacher for 10 years, you know education is my passion. And sometimes when it comes down to education, it's not just all the positive things you gotta learn about, it's some of the other things. Um, so let's go ahead and continue our talk all about high chlorine exposure. So chlorine bleach exposure is linked to all different kinds of health problems, right? It's linked to impaired neurobehavioral functions, including reaction time and even can affect balance. 
It's more concerning when chlorine is mixed with other chemicals and actually stresses your metabolic system because of the byproducts that are created when chlorine and chemicals come together. Now, of course, in this podcast, we talk all about how to avoid chemicals, but sometimes when you are in certain environments, you're going to be exposed. So what can we do in order to decrease our chlorine exposure? Well, the contaminants that can be found in chlorine pools, such as you know sunscreen, sweat, Uh, urine, chemicals from beauty products and personal care products like even deodorant. And you can even get runoff chemicals from grass that people actually track in on their feet um, and then it ends up into the pool. So when chlorine combines with these chemicals, it causes the creation of what they call HAAs. Okay, now this is a type of haloacetic acid which makes up five different kinds of acids. So when people consume high levels of these acids, they're actually increasing their chances of several different types of cancers. And so that's where the risk comes in when you're getting chlorine exposure day after day after day. And depending on the length or level of exposure, chlorine can cause, you know, severe symptoms. Aside from just dizziness or watery eyes, it can even cause nausea, or coughing and wheezing. And so that's kind of where these emergency uh, stories come from because there are severe cases, as we know, with, with everything out there, okay? So what can you do to neutralize the chlorine? Well, chlorine can be moved, removed naturally with three things, okay? So always keep these three things in mind. Sunlight, aeration, and agitation of the water. Adding sodium theosulfate, which is a chlorine neutralizer, can actually help with instantaneous reduction in chlorine levels. Also adding azorbic acid, also known as vitamin C, can remove chlorine quickly. So that is why one of the things that I share all the time on my social media platforms is a vitamin C spray because yes, it actually creates a barrier between your skin and the chlorine. Now it's not perfect, but it can definitely help decreasing decrease exposure. And then the last thing is adding hydrogen peroxide to break down chlorine. So yes, all of these tips and tricks are things that you can actually do with your pool to help break down chlorine if there is too much chlorine that's been added to a pool, whether it's either through regular maintenance or shocking the pool, letting the chlorine dissipate naturally is by far the best bet. You need to allow it to off gas on its own, which does happen naturally as it's exposed to sunlight. So aerating the pool, filtering it can allow excess amounts of chlorine to dissipate because chlorine actually sits on top of the water. So it's easy for you to inhale into your lungs. Now, when it comes to exposure for your body, there are different things you can do to help your body break down the chlorine, um, help your body be more resistant when it comes to, you know, coming in contact with the chlorine. You can utilize azorbic acid or vitamin C spray, and you can actually DIY your own in just a couple of minutes. I'm going to give you my favorite DIY vitamin C spray recipe. Another thing that you can do is ensure that your skin is well hydrated with, of course, the chemical-free lotion, coconut oil. You want to create a very healthier microbiome and barrier for your skin. And so there's a lot of things that go into this. One of the things is 
hydration. So not only do you need external hydration, but you need internal hydration. Make sure that you're drinking a lot of water. One of the things you can also do is take a shower immediately after chlorine exposure. Now, this is really important. Sometimes what happens is parents get super busy, they take their kids to the pool, and then they don't shower right after. Well, if your swimming pool has a shower, just even rinsing off in that shower quickly or rinsing off at home for five minutes can actually help decrease your exposure. And if you wanna take it one step further, you can actually do a bath detox. Now I have all kinds of recipes for detox baths. It's basically based on how much you weigh because I have one for children and I have one for adults. Um, all of those can be found on my social media platforms. They're linked in my guides as well as they're also on my blog. So check out my blog. It's IamMamaBearLiving.com. I have plenty of information on there and I do have some more tips on decreasing chlorine exposure there if you wanna check that out. So when it comes to the DIY ascorbic acid spray, there's only three things you need, guys. It is super, super easy. You're gonna need a half cup of filtered water, a half teaspoon of sodium ascorbate or ascorbic acid, and one lead-free glass spray bottle. Of course, we wanna use glass, make sure it's lead-free because plastic bottles, as we know, can leach into the mixture, especially when, you know, it's exposed to heat, which happens a lot during the summer. So we don't want those unwanted microplastics in there. Now we know that chemical exposure is something we can't avoid, especially from man-made products. The EPA reports that more than 4 billion pounds of chemicals are released into our environment, both in our land and in our air, every single year in the United States. So my goal is to help spread awareness so that each day we can decrease our chemical load regardless of what we are being exposed to. So there are other ways you can detox your body from chlorine exposure, from chemical exposure that can actually help make your body stronger. You can drink lots of water and green tea, keep your bowels moving, exercise to induce sweating, making sure you're really eating a healthy diet and cutting out sugar and processed foods. Now we know of course that these are just basic healthy everyday tips, but remember the healthier you are, the more resistant your body is to chemicals. Okay, now I'm gonna give you guys my favorite DIY detox bath recipe. And we're also gonna be talking about my favorite safe sunscreen brands, which I am finding more and more and more. So this list will continue to grow. But um, with all of the misinformation that is coming out about what is safe, what is not safe when it comes to sunscreen, especially with the lawsuits that are involving the word benzene, which is a carcinogen, you have to be really careful about the sunscreen that you're using. Okay, so back to the DIY detox bath recipe. Now, of course, like I said, there are different concentrations based on how much you weigh. So if you're doing this for your child, it's going to be different than if you're doing it for you. So I'm gonna give you the one that you can use for your child if your child is under 60 pounds. You're going to need one cup of baking soda, one half cup of diatomaceous earth, one fourth cup of bentonite clay, 
one half cup apple cider vinegar, which I'm sure all of you have in your fridge at this moment, and one half cup Epsom salt. Now it's really hard because you may want to go to the store and get all of these things, but you don't know if they're actually pure brands. You don't know if they contain heavy metals. These are all things you need to consider. I highly encourage you to visit my Amazon storefront. It's linked on all my social media platforms. I have so many brands on there that I trust. And if you want to email me because you need a specific question answered about a brand, or maybe you, you're using one and you're wondering if it's safe, you can email me at mamabearliving at gmail.com. Please, please email me. I always encourage moms to reach out to me. Super, super exciting when you have a personalized question and you just need personalized advice. And that is something that I live for. Now, if you wanted to forego the DIY process, because I know some of you are not DIY moms and I totally get that, we can all be so busy. There are two brands that I love, okay? Earthly makes a fantastic detox bath and Row Casa Organics makes a fantastic detox bath. So again, you can send me an email, send me a message on Instagram, say, hey, I need the link to the Earthly Detox Bath or the Row Casa Organics Detox Bath. Please send it to me and I will send that right over to you. So just let me know what you guys need. I am here to support and I'm here as a resource. You have to ensure that your body's detox pathways are always open and that your body is able to properly detox, you know, prior to these methods, because you want to make sure that the toxins are easily able to shed out of your body. Okay. But one of the things that's really helpful is not only making sure you're detoxing inside out, like I said, being healthy, sweating, making sure you're eating all the right foods, but using products that aren't going to block your detox pathways. So this actually goes for sunscreen, okay? So choosing a safe sunscreen brand, as we know, allows for decreased exposure to harmful chemicals, not only for your own body, but also for those in the pool around you. So think about it. Every single person that's using sunscreen, whatever brand of sunscreen they're using, it ends up in the pool. So I'm not saying this to freak you out. I'm telling you to be aware. So that's why it's really important to just take a three minute shower, you know, when you're done, done swimming in the chlorine pool. Okay. Because you want to make sure that you're not getting leftovers of toxins from products and things like that, that are going to be left on your skin. Now we know that traditional brands like Neutrogena, Banana Boat, Hawaiian Tropic, copper tone, they all carry a large amount of synthetic ingredients and harmful chemicals within their products. So if you need recommendations or you're using a current sunscreen brand and you don't really know if it's safe, please reach out to me. I would love to give you tips and tricks on a better sunscreen. Now I am going to give you a current list of what I think is a good choice when it comes to sunscreen. Beauty by Earth makes a great facial sunscreen as well, but they also make a sunscreen for your body. Denise's Botanicals is a company that was started by a friend of mine and she does all of this for her daughter, Denise. Her name is Christine and she makes the most amazing natural products. And I've actually promoted her natural sunscreen for quite a bit on my feed. And what I love is that it's really easy to rub in and it actually protects your skin without leaving you ghostly white. <laughs> so you have to check out Denise's Botanicals. 
One of my other favorite brands is Rocasa Organics. You know that I promote them all the time. I love their products. I think that there are so many different options. And if you don't want a heavy sunscreen, they actually sell what's called a sun shield, which is like a um, lighter version of sun protection. Earthly makes something very similar. You can also use Badger. Badger is one of the most popular ingredients of sunscreen that mostly every mom I know raves about. The only thing is it can be a little bit hard to rub in, but it truly does protect your child. Now, everybody's skin is different, okay? I have one of my kids who I really don't even need to put sunscreen on and he just like never burns. He just has a different kind of sun level exposure. And then my daughter who is very fair like me and when she's exposed to sun, she becomes very sensitive to it. And so every child is different. Every person's different. You might have some sunscreens that work better for you than others, but these are just some that you can add to your list. All Good makes a fantastic sunscreen. My husband actually uses this all the time before he goes out to the golf course because he does not like a lot of natural sunscreens. Let's be honest, like I said, it can leave you ghosty white and he's not a fan of that. So All Good makes a really great lotion-based sunscreen that you can just rub in and it doesn't feel greasy, it doesn't feel heavy, it's just very lightweight. Butterbean Organics makes a wonderful sunscreen that's perfect for babies. Um, I absolutely love their stuff. You have to check out Butterbean Organics. If you want something to use for maybe your six month old um, and you, you're taking all the other steps that you need to to protect them from the sun, like using a hat, maybe using some light long sleeves or a blanket swaddle to cover their skin or maybe putting them in the shade, it's really good to um, utilize sunscreen. And so Butterbean Organics, is a great option. Now I know it depends on who you talk to on social media because there are some moms who don't use any sunscreen and uh, everybody has a different stance on that and that's totally okay. You need to do what's best for you and for your family because every family is different. Um, but if you are looking for good sunscreen brands, I would also add Pure Haven, Two Peas, Earth Mama to your list or you can DIY your own. Yes, you can actually make your own sunscreen. Now, what's scary about chlorine is that one of the things that's not talked about enough is that pregnant women can have adverse effects if they are spending a lot of time in chlorine. There's actually studies out there, which of course, yes, you can find studies for everything, but there are studies out there talking about how pregnant women can have not only issues themselves, but also issues with their fetal development, um, after being exposed to chlorine a lot. Um, so if you're going to be in an area where there's a lot of chlorine exposure and you are pregnant, okay, you wanna make sure that you're taking all of the steps necessary, as I mentioned before, to decrease it. Because not only can it be linked to miscarriage in very severe cases, but low birth weight and even neural tube defects. Now I'm not telling you to never go in a pool when you're pregnant, that would be an extreme case but just make sure you know, you're know you using your vitamin C spray, you're making sure that you have a nice healthy skin barrier. I know that pregnant skin can get very dry. I struggle with that personally. So just making sure that you have the vitamin C spray and then nice healthy moisturized skin. Because no matter how many, how many steps you take to lower your chemical exposure, we come in contact with man-made materials daily. You know, during the summer, exposure to sunscreen and chlorine can pose harmful risks. But as I have stated before, 
our world is toxic. We need to do whatever we can to make good choices based on all the information we know out there. And as moms, we are very busy. We can't stress about every little thing. So having some knowledge on the good, the bad, and the ugly, and being able to make a good choice about what is best for our family is really all we need to do to make progress in non-toxic living. So take these steps, as I mentioned earlier, to decrease your risk. And of course, try to keep yourself and your family safe because as moms in non-toxic living and as dads in non-toxic living, that is 100% our goal is to try to keep our families safe. If you have any questions at all about this podcast, feel free to reach out to me. I hope it was super helpful. Don't forget to check out my Amazon storefront or email me if you have any specific questions. Thank you all so much for listening and tune in next week for my next podcast. And if you're in a hot state like me, stay cool out there. Thank you.